amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hi, welcome everybody to Bang a Yui. This is the first episode. I'm your host, Angelina Asante, and my first guest today is someone I've known for a long time, my friend, Penny St. Peter. Hello. <laughs> now, I'm from Massachusetts. Penny still lives there, and Penny is a bus driver. And Penny's going to tell us before COVID how that job was versus what it's like now. And she's going to give some tips to parents about how to keep your kids safe, not necessarily COVID related, but what it's like being a bus driver in 2020. Because I can tell you, Penny, you're going to find this shocking. When I was a student, I always had the bus driver yelling and... I think I probably forced some people into early retirement. I know you're like, what? You're so sweet. But you do yeah, remember right. what a little hellion I was <laughs> in school. I had a lot of tickets. It got me ready for driving a car, though, to get tickets then. So it was, it was a nice segue. So now first, Penny, I got to tell you, my mom and dad, when I told them I was naming the podcast bang a yui my mom was appalled because i named it something so offensive and this woman grew up in massachusetts all her life and i was like mom <laughs> that's a u-turn how do you how do you come from massachusetts and not know we call it bang a yui that's a mass <laughs> <laughs> and that's state, it's statewide it's not like a boston thing it's that's yeah. that's statewide bang a yui to the packy, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Well, my, my, my mom and dad didn't do a lot of that. <laughs> they didn't do a lot of that. I'm wondering how... They wouldn't know about banging Yui. They would think it was something very bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Inherently, if it comes from me, that that's the first assumption. But exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Penny... Now we we've gotten it out of our systems that I was a, a bad child, but what what is it like being a bus driver in 2020? I would imagine it was much worse than the 80s when we were growing up. Oh yes, definitely. I mean, well, back in the 80s when we grew up, you know, I mean, bus drivers could smoke on the bus for crying out loud. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there was so much less safety rules. Nowadays, we have to worry about. You know, kids with their germs and everything, you know, and <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's one of those things where you have to worry about that, plus behavior, plus kids listening to you. Well, now, now so, here's here's the weird question, and probably inappropriate. I don't live in Mass. Is, is weed legal in Mass now? Yes, it is. So now, I, I know you said that bus drivers used to smoke cigarettes. Is anyone smoking anything now? No. As a CDL driver, you If you get tested for smoking weed, you will basically lose your CDL license. It's it's basically the same with drinking and driving, too. Even when I'm not performing as a school bus driver, I cannot 
test over, I think it's point zero three. If I do, I am in fear of losing my CDL. Wow. So, I, so if you've got like a legitimate health issue, you still can't have medical marijuana. No, we cannot. Wow. That's interesting. I mean, because my company that I work for, um, our boss, our, our boss, um, does he does tests which are actually mandated through the state of Massachusetts, like at least twice a year. We have random drug tests. Wow, that's so crazy. The only way I could drive a bus is if I was smoking weed. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I just can't. I just can't imagine. And then having to stop and go slow, like I, I can't. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> so now let me ask you a question. I remember in the '80s we didn't have seatbelts. You all have seatbelts now, though, right? No, we don't. What? Um, no. So the way that a school bus is built, it's built for safety. It's built basically like a tank. You know, that's why if you ever see school bus accidents, you know, 90% of the time it's the car that takes the brunt of it. And the car is like totaled compared to the school bus, you know? Wow. Um, the, the seats on the bus are cushioned so that in case of an impact or a stop, they're cushioned so the kids can, you know, um, bounce off of <laughs> That's quite a picture you're painting in my, my head. <laughs> and we also, like, my company and, and in particular my lot, we've been doing safety programs. We call it um, Kindergarten Fresh Drive for Safety. We do that at least once a year. Um, sometimes we do it twice, depending upon if the school allows us to go in there. We go in and we teach everyone how to safely ride the school bus. And one of our things is not only do you have to sit with your back up against the back of the seat, but you have to sit with your backpack in front of you because that also helps in case if anything were to happen. If we had to stop short or anything, it does help cushion every you know child that's on the bus. Wow, that's, I just can't even, that's really, really crazy. So, like, if I had a kid taken a school bus, I think I would probably, like, wrap them in bubble wrap. <laughs> Good luck. Honestly, honestly, the school bus is one of the safest, safest forms of transportation. Because I'm not driving one. Probably. <laughs> so, so now with COVID, how has, how has driving a bus changed? Because I think people are like, I, I don't know. I think bus drivers have to put up with a lot of crap. And unfortunately, I think a lot of parents don't really care or think about how their child or how their parenting affects other people. So what what is going on with COVID and driving a bus now? Well, for one, we have safety protocols in, in place. We um, disinfect our buses at the end of each day. Um, we use a fog mister that disinfects the bus. Us as school bus drivers, we also, after each run, meaning after we drop off the kids, we get back to the yard, we wipe down, you know, our high-touch areas, you know, with our rails, everything like that. Um, that has been added. Also, everyone on the school bus now, we're in masks. So in Massachusetts, we're mandated to wear masks out in public. And when you're on a school bus, same rules apply. Um, also, we have to um, keep our windows open at all times unless extreme window, um, extreme weather conditions. Um, we we also have to have the kids staggered 
somewhat soon. There's no kids can sit next to each other unless they're related. And they come from, you know, the same house. And, um, you know, we have to keep at least three feet of distance away from the kids, you know, each kid. So that's how we do it on the bus. I mean, it's really, it's kind of scary when you, you know, you do it. You just kind of like, okay, you got to sit here. And I mean, sometimes you want those kids that, you know, are the troublemakers to sit up front. But we can't have that now because when we load the kids, the kids that first get on the bus go to the back of the bus. And then when they're getting off, it's the kids who last get on the bus get off so that no kids are passing each other. Oh, my God. They're staying away from each other. See, and I'm I'm wondering about, like, the long-term mental aspect of all of this. Like, I... Have you noticed a, a change in the kids' temperament? Because I'm sure you have a lot of the same kids as last school year. Um, I do and I don't because because of the way that um, this worked out, especially with our school systems, they're doing different cohorts. So um, kids are going like cohort A, cohort B, you know, type of thing. So like some kids I pick, I'm picking up this year, I haven't had, you know, last year because, you know, I'm doing another bus driver's job. Mm. You know, because they can't run on a certain week because of their cohort. You know, it's kind of weird. But um, but you see it, you know, you can tell that they are slightly afraid. And, you know, that first time they get on the bus, they're kind of like, um, what do I do? You know, mm. <laughs> they're kind of like, they, they, they don't really know. And when you try to tell them, you got to go way to the back. You can't sit next to anyone. They're like, but why? You know? Yeah. It, it, it's one of those, you know, you, you hope that the parents teach them, but some don't. I mean, we at, at my yard, we put out a video for everyone in our school system to learn how to ride the bus during COVID. Mm. And, you know, I mean, not everyone saw it, but, you know, those who did thought it was really cute and, they thought it was nice, you know. I mean, so our, our rules still apply from pre-COVID. You know, most of those rules still apply. The only thing different is that you cannot be next to anyone. You just have to be socially distant. I just, I like, I can't imagine that as, as social as we were in school. Like, I can't yeah. imagine if this had happened when we were in high school. Yeah. The, the whole school would have had it. I mean, there was just no, there's no way, like, there's just no way we would have, there's no way we would have contained it. Right, right. Yeah. My um, youngest son, he's in, he's in junior high this year, and he's in eighth grade, so that's the last of his, you know, younger years, and he is hating this. Mm. We're doing remote learning right now. Um, We're hoping to get back with him, because in our school system, they only let so many kids go back at first to try it out to see if the numbers would stay low. So we're introducing more kids soon, and he just can't wait to get back. He is so sick of being home. This yeah. remote learning thing is crap. <laughs> and, I, and I don't think the parents enjoy it either, to be honest with you. No, and it, it's hard, you know. I mean, there's a lot of parents who are losing their jobs because of this. You know, and that, and everything, and I feel bad. I, I'm one of the lucky ones that I have a job that, you know, allows me to be home also, you know, and, and I also have my older son to help, and, you know, I have my parents to help, but it, it's still, it's one of those things where you have to sit back and think, you know, I mean, this is hard on everyone. Yeah, it's hard on everyone for sure. 
Um, yeah, depression rates have gone through the roof. Suicides have gone way up. Um, it's just, yeah, it's very sad. Alcohol sales are like the highest they've ever been. Seriously. Especially up here. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, now, so you, so you mentioned a part about the bus windows being open. So now how are you, because I've been in Massachusetts when it was zero, how do you, how are you going to handle that in the winter? That's going to be crazy. Well, we are allowed to have our heaters on. And I mean, from, from what we've been told now, like I said, this is a Massachusetts rule. It's not something that we can change. Um, but from what we've been told so far, so far we haven't had that. that I mean, we just had like a rainstorm the other day and I'm like, these poor kids in the back of the bus. Mm. So, oh my gosh. But I mean, we only leave the window open about an inch, but it's to ventilate the bus so that, you know, because they're talking in the back of the bus, you know, they are, Yeah. you know, they're probably dropping their masks here and there. And I mean, no matter how much I can tell them, I can't be back there to tell them, Hey, listen, cut it out. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is funny. Like the rebellious kids are the ones like taking their ear loops off. Like that's considered rebellion now. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, unhooking yeah. my hey, ear loop. See my face? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, once the colder weather starts up, I, I don't know how we're going to do it because they said it's supposed to be extreme weather conditions. But, you know, I mean, you know from being up here in Massachusetts, we have snow days. You guys don't have that stuff down there. <laughs> no, we have hurricane days. <laughs> yeah, so, so up here we have snow days and one of the things that um, it's thought about now is that the fact that most of these kids are given a tablet or a Chromebook. So we, you know, us bus drivers will be basically not working that day, not getting paid for that day. And then these kids are going to be able to do remote. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, they're still... Well, now, now that you say that, how has your schedule been affected by COVID, or has it? Um, it has right now, and I mean, we're, we are like, you know, I, I feel bad for the parents as much as I feel bad for myself, but, um, like, we're basically trying to um, pick up as many kids as we can when we can, and we have to do it on different times. Like, the cohorts have us going at different times. I'm picking up one kid on one week you know at 7 30 and on the next week I'm picking them up at 7 40 you know <laughs> mm. so that so, so I would not do well with that rotating schedule because I always forget stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think I yeah do you so you you have to set an alarm or how do you what do you do how do you keep track of that yeah I set an alarm and right now I have my cohorts are separate so I have them separated and basically on Friday, so like today, I would go in and I'd be like, okay, so what's the changes for next week? Nice. <laughs> so I know how to set my alarm on my phone so then, you know, I can get up and do what I need to do. Wow, that that's that's so nuts. I just, I just can't even imagine being a kid nowadays or a bus driver or teacher. Yeah. And we try not to um, change the times, you know, earlier than they are with any of the people that were, you know, the kids that were picking up. So, like, say that 7.30 kid, I'm picking up another kid. Well, that kid at 
7.30, I'm still going to pick them up at 7.30. I'm not going to try 7.25 today because I can't do that. That's just, you know, the kid won't be there waiting for me. So now let me ask you, this is kind of a weird question, but I've always wondered, like, we've got major traffic issues in Florida because there's construction everywhere all the time. Uh How do you deal with that as a bus driver, like, when you're running late, when there's an accident, when there's some issue affecting your route? Well, certain, I I mean, in my yard, I'm lucky we have uh, what we call a base that we call to and we say, hey, there's this and this going on, so we're going to be late, and they call the school. Okay. We curse. <laughs> we, we curse this road construction and stuff because it always seems like during the summer they don't even touch anything. Right. <laughs> the, minute, the minute school starts, forget about it. Yeah, that I don't understand that. We we see that down here too. We're like, what, what's down here? It's like the snowbirds. So everyone that comes down for the winter, we're like, why can't you get this stuff done when the roads aren't at capacity? I don't know. Exactly. We, we have the same problem and, you know, accidents and stuff. Like, we've had, for some reason, some odd reason, the past few weeks, it's like some of my roads have been closed. So I had, I had you know, a road closed and then I had another road closed so I couldn't get to a kid. So now being in the age of COVID, it's different than it used to be. It used to be you have to drive through that sign. <laughs> wow. Closed. You have to make somebody get your attention, you know, get their attention and make sure they let you through so you can pick up that child. But now it's like you just tell them, I can't get down this road. This kid is there. You need to call the school. And the school will call them and let them know that if they want their kid to school, they need to drive them. <laughs> well, now, if so, so last parting words of advice, do you have any advice for maybe other drivers because I know I always I always put, tag you on Facebook we have a lot of problems in Florida with people running through the stop and oh, that is the worst. and they and we've had several kids killed in the last year so how how can we as drivers what can we do to be more cognizant besides putting a stupid phone down what can we do as drivers to help bus drivers I mean honestly if you see those yellow lights flashing stop it doesn't have to be red for you to stop. Stop. Pay attention. Watch. You know, the school bus driver is going to be signaling to the kid before the kid crosses. You know, some some teenagers don't listen. It, it's, you know, I mean, it's pure. It, it is what it is. Kids don't listen sometimes, and they will just go across. Stop when you see a big yellow school bus. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and unfortunately, that's been an issue down here that the people that do those kind of crimes, they, they'll they have to live with it for the rest of their lives. But it seems like the judges go very easy. Like, you know, some of them get off on probation and, you know, the, the families are left to pick up the pieces and there's no justice. It's very frustrating. I, I post that kind of stuff because I want to make people aware of it. But I get very angry about it because I feel for those families. It is very, it, it is very sad. And, and the sad thing is, is that, you know, a, a lot of people just don't even take it seriously. They're like, oh, whatever. You know, up here where they're more strict about that stuff, but it's still, 
it's you know we're in the day and age where it's the blame game too you know the right. first thing they do is say oh it's the bus driver's fault i mean we're we're trained we are trained um we do at least eight hours of training each year for mandatory to do that but most of us try to do 10 hours of training each year and before that we have so many training things that we have to do we have to pass all these tests and everything just to become a bus driver so we are trained drivers and we know that those other people aren't but still just be aware of your surroundings that's all we ask and then for for our guests i mean for our listeners what do you have any advice for parents like on how to send their kids to school safely because another issue we've had is actually sadly kids getting killed at the bus stop or kids even getting kidnapped at the bus stop do you have any safety tips for parents on how to keep their kids safe if they have to work and can't be with them? I mean, you know, if your child has to go out to a bus stop, you know, by themselves, it, like, say, say, like, I mean, most bus stops nowadays, you usually have either a group bus stop or you have, you know, somebody, a bus stop where we're picking you up right at your door type of thing. So, if you are worried about the fact that your kid is going to be alone, make your kid wait at the door so that they can see what's going on. You know, make them wait at the door. You know, let the bus driver know. Let, you know, communicate with your bus driver. That's, you know, that is real key. If you if you feel like there's something strange, like there's somebody strange in the neighborhood, let your bus driver know. Because we are aware. Yeah. <laughs> we, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for all that stuff. When you're waiting at your bus stop, stay 10 feet away from the curb at all times. Wait for your bus driver to cue you to get onto the bus. They, We usually have, like, up here, I'm not sure about down in Florida, but up here we have the universal bus driver sign, which is a thumbs up, letting the child know it's okay to cross. If you cross in front of, you know, the bus, you stay 10 feet away from the bus at all times. You need to, you know, you need to be aware. The children need to be aware of what they're doing also. Before they cross, even though I'm giving the thumbs up, it's always a good thing for them to look, you know, across the street, you know, backwards and forwards, look both ways. Make sure there's nothing coming that I can't see. Well, it's it's crazy out here in my neighborhood. Like, I when I'm leaving early, I don't leave that often early. But when I do, <laughs> like, I I watch the kids. Like, I'm, like, you know, looking who's around. Because in Florida, you know, there's a lot of weirdos down here. So, you know, I'm always, like, really mindful of the bus stops, who's at the bus stops and who's looking around. But I've seen people on my road, which is, you know, supposed to be 35 miles an hour, pass buses who are stopped like they just pass a bus and they don't even think anything about it yeah i've had that happen so many times and back in, back when i first started we used to be able to write down your license plate and give it to the registry <laughs> now now you like that'd be probably half your day i can't imagine how yeah that's oh, crazy yeah, we do. and we have cameras on all of our buses so i mean if somebody goes through bad enough we will definitely send it to the registry don't get me wrong <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean, before we used to write it down and then we used to hand it in. Now we're not so much because the registry said that, you know, they were too overloaded. <laughs> you know? The DMV said that? Yes. Wow. They said that we were giving us, we were giving them too many uh, tickets. <laughs> so, the, so the Massachusetts DMV is even crankier than when I lived up there? Oh my God, <laughs> it's awful. 
Aw. Well, thank you for being with us today, Penny. It was a delight to talk to you, and thank you. I think you've provided some really good insight for any parents listening to the show. And Thank you for having me. And just remember, there is a school bus driver shortage. So if you are a mother that's at home or a father that's at home that's looking for a job to basically do here and there and not take up your whole time and get paid very well, please look out to your local bus company. They will love to have you. That's a good point because, yeah, we see that on the news a lot down here. Um, Mm -hmm. so, So honestly, do you? I'm not working right now. Is this something that you feel like is calling me? <laughs> you? <laughs> I'll take that I as a no. You, but... <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Penny. It was great talking to you. And this is my sign off for the first. <laughs> I was going to say make a Yui. Bang a Yui. <laughs> Goodbye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.